We are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. None, none of those were uh, were rehear- rehearsed, Jay. No, the, all the other ones were rehearsed. <laughs> Number 755. I and heard. we are back. And we are back. I, we are back. Then I shortly thereafter, I said, Chad, how many drinks have you had tonight? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. Jay. Or this afternoon, I guess it was. Your little doodle pad over there looks like the makings of a serial killer. It does. It's awesome. That or a pervert. Because <laughs> there's a whole lot of circles with circles inside them circles. Yeah. Who? Hey, some of them are eyeballs. Some of them are eyeballs. <laughs> there's a substantial amount of art. Who were you hey, looking we at? Don't, when we you don't were... talk about the doodle, the doodle pad, okay? Who were you thinking about when you were drawing the, the giant man tits over there? You. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would I have been thinking about? <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, now that I look at See, it, you did, that totally backfired on you, didn't it? There. No, I knew where it was going. Uh, now that I look at it, is everything he's seen across the table. Yeah, it's just looking across the table and doodling it. How do you, how do you draw gray beards with a with a blue pen? What do you need? Turn mine up. I, I can't hear it. No. Yeah, people already can't hear Mark. No, my, not the music. His my headphones. Your your volume. There you go. There yep, you go. Got it. There's Mark. There we oh, go. Oh, check one mic too. Yep. <laughs> Hey, tonight's show being brought to you live by Predator Fly Gear. Check them out at PredatorFlyGear.com. Down to Earth Wealth Management. Looking to invest a little money? Check out Michael. Eric Sooks. EricSooks.com. Tonight's show is being recorded live from the Urban Fly Company Studios. In two weeks, check Mark out at... Uh, I'm sorry. That Musky was, Max. The, <laughs> that was a guy from work calling me. Uh, Musky Max. Um, what... March 5th and 6th. March 5th and 6th. Cannonsburg. Princecape Arenas. Uh, check in Mar- um, uh, urbanflycompany.com. Sims Fishing. Queen Shit. City Guiding. Oh, good. Yep, good. Our buddy Ryan Evans, queencityguiding.com. And Yeti, built for the wild. Cool. All righty, guys. 
Thanks. Cool. I think we're done for the night. Yep. <laughs> All Check right. Let, let's call our quits, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got a guest coming up, Chad? Yes, we do. His name is Austin Williams. He's a listener of the show. Um, if anyone else listening to the show, he said he sent me a message. He said, you must get a lot of people to listen to the show and want to come on and be guests. No. As a matter of fact, we do not. I said, you want to come on? He said, I do. So Austin is going to call in, and uh, he has a couple funny stories he's, he's going to tell us. He uh, he didn't uh, go into too much detail with me, but he uh, he said he had some stories he wanted to, to relay with us, and uh, it's going to be a good night. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Mark, you and I did something uh, something different yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we uh, we went scouting out stuff that we had Google Earth. So I think uh, Google Earth is a great uh, a great asset to to anglers these days. But putting your eyes on something in real life is one hundred percent the way to go. Mm-hmm. Google's depth perception sucks. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you definitely can't tell if you can rip a raft out of there or not on a lot of situations. But I found we just found from, that you know, out last yeah, year. We yeah. did that. We, we drove for hours last year, and we sat and looked three, four hundred feet down on a river, thinking, oh, "Okay, well, we're not going to put in here." Oh yeah, <laughs> or take out here. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, we did find some cool stuff yesterday that I think is going to be very beneficial this year. So it's a uh, it's all in the works, man. Shit's getting real. Yeah, this is gonna be a big year. It's just a, it's a different vibe feeling going into this year. It's, I mean, there's, we, there's a lot of years that we've got to fish certain ways. There's years we got to fish other ways, and now we've kind of got to see how this winter's progressed going into this year, and it models years of past. You know, we've had certain years where we fished the whole way through the winter, and then you kind of saw how things progressed through there and worked on. And this year, it's kind of lining up to be like a couple years we've had in the past and that's a good thing that's a really good thing we have fish that are actually doing what they're going to be supposed to be doing you know the last couple years we had so many fish want to start then got backed off that this and that you actually have a, 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 a full ice you know you have these fish actually going through the motions this year you have a shad die off you have everything happening like it should for our waterways to work the way that they should so hopefully Things melt the way that they should, and we don't get another blowout because that blowout we got there the other day is of epic proportion for us. I mean, there's, yeah, there was highs hit Woo. since the early 50s in some places, and I mean you had 70, 80 year highs hit on water. So, um, where I used to work down in Wheatland, there was a customer of ours right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Their entire parking lot was under three feet of water. Yeah, and and the old service Same. truck that I used to drive around. <laughs> Was swamped up to the middle of the driver's door uh, <laughs> in water. <laughs> our buddy's, uh, our buddy's basement. Uh, Jace, he's missing tonight. I know. Uh, I talked to him the other he day. He flooded. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, well, it was just flooding, like coming up the, you know, like backing up the drain at first, and he could keep up with that. And then he guess he said, man, once he saw it, just started flooding the whole neighborhood, and like it was coming in like. And the he's basement. the bottom of the road. Yeah, the basement windows. Dude. I came back there. from there today because we're coming in from Niles. There's literally a half mile where there is still water hanging up in trees, like big ice chunks hanging up in trees from that little creek. And right now, it's a dang near normal flow. Yeah. yeah. It had to have been at that point seven, 800 yards wide. 
Oh, yeah. It had to have been golf at golf course. Oh, I'm sure. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I'm For sure. sure. Like, yeah. My yard right now has puddles of ice like in it. It's just anywhere where there's a low spot, there's a puddle of ice. Man. Water went over the fence and my ducks just swam right over. <laughs> like, That's cool. I said, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't care. <laughs> it's it, hilarious. It's weird how that doesn't really affect the the waterfowl. Oh, I or, love it. Or nature. Love it. I, I was driving past uh, water today, uh, our local river, <coughs> and you should have seen the amount of ducks that were swimming in the right. There was a whole pile of geese over in the back eddy and right in the middle before you get down to the shit plant. There's that big current right there before the bridge. Mm-hmm. All of the mallards were in the middle of that current, just playing. They were absolutely loving it. Yeah. Well, the mallards are stupid. <laughs> it's like more water, the better. That thing, don't phase them things. Oh, no. Yeah, they want open water. Oh, and they it. love it now because now all the grubs come up out. And whatever air is in the ground, it pushes them out. Oh, they're run through the yard and just devour it. Oh, it's yeah. perfect because I used to get all them holes and stuff before from them because then the skunks would come in and dig them up. Now all the grubs are getting ate up and pretty much gone. They don't mess with them anymore as soon as it doesn't get dug up. Nice, nice. Hey, Mark, uh, I really fucked up the the plug for uh, for the Muskie Max. I don't think we're going to do a show next week. So can you do a little promo for the Muskie Max before we call our guest? Um, what What's going to happen? What's going on down there? Uh, what what's your booth gonna look like? Who all is gonna be there? What what's going on, man? So Musky Max is not to put you on the spot. No, you're good. That's <laughs> a good. Uh, gave me enough time to think a little bit there. But Musky Max is essentially a it's mainly a gear musky show. Uh, there's gonna be a couple fly people there. I mean, my, obviously myself included. But a lot of it is going to be gear oriented. So it's my booth is. How are we gonna explain that? Let, let's do like it. a three by six table. Is it a three by six table? No, it's gonna be a ten by eight with a six foot table. Okay. I'm gonna have it kind of set up to where we're gonna have hanging um, racks with all the flies. So there's gonna be singles. You're selling doubles. lures, right? Yeah. Wooden baits. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the Stick wood baits. Ones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Dive and rise. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be pretty much, pretty much everything. I'll have singles, single minnows. Um, a lot of single river, river pigs, single dragons, doubles, double dragons. There's going to be some changers there. So I'm going to do a little bit of everything that I can. Uh, and i got a lot of colors already made up. So a lot more coming there. I know you'll be down there with me, so you'll be down both days. I um, will. And if anyone wants a shotgun a beer, you know, let's let's make up a code word. Um, 50 is the new Madonna. If you come up to me and say 50 is the new new Madonna, we'll go outside and shotgun a beer together. There you go. And Rick. then I'm going to come back and uh, sell more flies for Mark. <laughs> Raz, uh, he's going to be hanging out. And I know he's going to have a couple of risen boxes and stuff there, too. So if you need some fly storage. Hopefully. Are you getting any rods in? No, hopefully we get some Chippewas in. They got a show coming up this upcoming weekend. So hopefully between, we'll call him the day after that and see if we can get some stuff down. So yeah, hopefully we'll have some Chippewas down here too. Uh, I know Rick's going to be coming up. we got quite a few people that have reached out there to be coming down. So I mean, it's a lot of the gear world's kind of seeing the fly side and they're seeing it in different avenues. So don't take it as, oh, they're seeing it and they're like all of a sudden sparking over to it. No, that's not it. But they do see where there's benefit from it and they do see that there's a lot, you know I mean? The gear people are 
light years beyond what we're doing right now. They get to so, touch so many more fish than we do yeah, every I mean, year. You know, what, what they're doing so far beyond what, what we are, but we're catching up and we're doing it in a different manner. And like I told someone the other day, if you exclude the speed of blades and you exclude wind, we can keep up with gear people. But a lot of them guys are seeing kind of there's there's a good time of the year when the flies are even outperforming the gear and you're seeing a lot of the guys making a little bit of a transition from the gear side over to it too because there's there's a benefit there's definite benefits um anytime when you want a slow methodical presentation a fly is definitely better than it's going to perform better than a suic when you want a slow like a back and forth side to side presentation mm-hmm. um another place where the flies won't perform as well as gear is uh like bondies like jigging straight jigging straight jigging but you know that's all all who wants to do it yeah yeah and depending like now if you're talking like you know kentucky and jigging 40 foot timber down there and that stuff no absolutely not if you're looking like a river i have found like that straight lining fluoro on a floating line you can do a really good jig action with that but again you're talking sub six seven feet but yeah that's straight up and down no can't compete with that but there's uh, i'm trying to think i mean you're gonna have a lot of leader options down there so i mean if you're looking to for are you gonna have leaders at your no at your booth i am not no but if you're looking like gear wise kind of see what they're doing and you know what what they're using to keep intact with them big baits it's always something to learn there too i think there's a lot of things when you go and look at the gear side of thing you can pick up and, and you can learn a lot from seeing what them guys do they're they catch a lot of fish for a reason yeah absolutely man and, and where are you going to go that you can learn more than a group of gear guys that are dedicated to it and willing to go to a one central congregating place? Yeah, and really for what I'm doing with this business right now, that fits the target audience a lot better than, let's say, like a fly fishing show. I mean, a majority of the people that go through there and have been there, done that, it's you do get a little bit, yeah, and I'm not going to exclude the 10 15%, but the other 85%, they don't, they're not into that they're not capable of they don't you know want if they do they they want to catch trout mark and yeah it's just it ends up people look at you and you end up sitting there with more conversations that are just you know go nowhere other than just what is that where i want to be talking to people and actually having a conversation about you know absolutely how you do it and here's how we you know there's there's a lot of experience put in over the last time and talk to people that are wanting to kind of move further into the musky game and that kind of hits that target a little better and you're letting me sit in your booth with you scary isn't it <laughs> scary isn't it <laughs> no it's gonna be good and like i said i've i've learned along with you and you and i have spent a lot of time in a boat together it sure is <laughs> that's a is that a penis yeah the butt plug <laughs> <laughs> see uh, what i said jay's doodle yeah, yeah. This this doodle thing's gonna have to hit Instagram or something so someone can see. <laughs> oh, that. we are definitely putting that. We're gonna take a picture of that and put it on the gram. <laughs> we're gonna have to scribble all those things. It's gonna go in our story. Hey, at least it's nice and uh, <laughs> it's nice and shaded. Well, it's definitely round. Yeah, it looks round. <laughs> see, shaded well. Used. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that's the best I can explain the show for never being to it before. Yeah, man. I I can't wait. I'm, I'm thir- <laughs> my doodle pad will be on the table at the show. I'm thoroughly yeah, excited to come. And uh, your doodle pad will not be on the table, but, it's just, <laughs> but it will be in my back pocket. And if anyone wants to see it, we have to think of another code word for them to say. Um, uh, 
Philistines 15. <laughs> if you say Philistines 15, I will show you Jay's doodle pad. <laughs> this is getting weird. Yeah, it, it's definitely getting weird. Um, I went through axes last night. Yeah. That was How'd a that fun freaking time, guys. Uh, yeah, I've thrown axes. It's pretty cool. Have you? Yeah. Uh, there's a place right up in Greenville that does it. Um, carried Away Outfitters. The, yeah. the the people that do the kayak yeah. rentals up on mm-hmm. up on the upper Shenango, yeah. they uh they have a, a storefront in downtown Greenville, and you can rent lanes like when you go bowling, and throw axes for an hour or an hour and a half or however long you rent the lanes for. We rented three lanes for fourteen people for an hour. It was like eighty five bucks. Well, it wasn't bad. bad at all. So. Yeah, I, I, cool. I, would I saw see, your wife. She whacked one, uh, at least one good one. She beat me every time. Huh. Her and I had never thrown axes before. She caught on a little bit before me, and then she beat me every time. See, now the question is going to be is you do a dodging test, and I bet you he wins from her throwing knives at him. Oh, no. She throws <laughs> pots and pans at me. Oh, God damn. I'm glad she's out of here now because she, uh, she just came in the studio for a second. I'm glad she's out. Because she does throw pots and pans, and she hits me with phone books. <laughs> those those the things still exist. Well, f- you have to keep phone books uh. because phone books don't leave marks. <laughs> wow! Go to work and ask what happened. What happened to you, Chad? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I I walked into a door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get too far yeah, into well, our <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this should be a good yeah, one. We need to guess. fish. That's what we need to do. I know, That's we do. That's going to solve a lot of issues. Yeah. We definitely we're need close. to fish. At least yeah. we got open moving we, water. Chad and I were talking about that right before we came on. It, it's not long away, man. It's still light outside. You know, like last year, we got to fish the whole way through the winter, so we didn't quite get this, this. You know, stir crazy. We didn't get these mm. shack nasties. Yeah, no. it's like, nah, it's just like, oh, like even like yesterday, just I, going and looking at water was like so fulfilling. By the end of it, I was like, oh. Speaking of yesterday, did you see the winter net that went on? Yeah. Just, oh, my God. I, I'm totally I over sure the did. internet. I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the winter net? Well, when people get the shack nasties and they yeah, go on the internet a, and cause problems on different hard, hard case of shack nasties. In different, oh. <laughs> different pages. Oh, yeah. I'm not on any of those. No. Thank gosh. Yeah. God bless you, Jay. You're, you're the wisest man in town. Yeah, yep. with that. Yep. Solve that problem by go fishing. So and. I've been tying flies like Mark. But for smallmouth, mm-hmm. like You've tied a lot. crazy. I, you have more Plano containers full of flies than Bill Dance got. Yeah, Bill Dance baits. ain't got shit on me, man. His Senko lore or Senko <laughs> collection ain't got shit on me. <laughs> a nice mixture there. You got probably, God, you got like thirty slots full of all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, man, that that was my goal. I I want to be able to to attack every different situation in a different way, and I've thought about them and I walked my, myself through the process of what would I do in this and and then if maybe someone does book a trip with us I can explain to them how I would walk myself through that and I'll tell you one thing that we do still need to add in the arsenal for him in this place like especially where we were yesterday still gonna need some kind of dead stick and rod for when them fish move into riffles that'd be really nice to be able to straight line okay you know what I mean? Because there's going to be time and a place for them with a with a small mouth, and they do. They, you know how much they love to get it right up into riffles. Well, 
I, I did tie a bunch and of you flies. You could hopper dropper them. You could do something like that. Well, I was thinking indie fishing. Yeah. Under under a an airlock or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that would be... Yeah, yeah. we can do that, too. I mean, if I was looking to eliminate the bobber idea, but... Oh, we, hell with that. I love bobber. bobbers, man. You, you very well could. Because I tell you what, there's so many times you can go in there with a big hair's ear and sit in two and a half, three foot riffles all day on fish. Speaking of that, I was thinking about tying some big fucking stone flies mm-hmm. with big rubber legs they off. They never work. A bunch of stone... Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, our buddy Ryan from, from Buffalo, mm-hmm. he sent us a care package. Oh, is with it some, here? It's not here yet. With some oh. big fucking stone flies with big rubber legs. Nice. Just like I'm talking about. What a guy. Ah, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, it'll be perfect. So, guys, what do you say? Do we want to go take a break and then we'll uh, we'll give our guest a call? Sure. Sound, sound good to you guys? Sounds good. All right, I guess we will be right back. And we are back with Austin Williams. What's going on, my good friend? Oh, not much. Just enjoying my Saturday evening. Saturday, Sunday this evening. Is Sunday, Just, man. <laughs> Sunday yeah. fun day. Yep. So I get for I was I've been working every Saturday and I haven't this weekend, so that's might be all messed up, but So um hey, for anyone that doesn't know you, can you give us a little bit of a little bit of a backstory? Uh, how you got into fly fishing and and then how you got listening to our podcast yeah so i i was raised a bow hunter um ever since i was little um so that was kind of the basis of our outdoor activities as a, as a kid um we didn't do a whole lot of fishing um i wasn't really introduced to much we did a little bit of river fishing but i was really young i have vague memories of that um, but as I got older, I got into motocross for a little bit. Um, turned out that that's expensive and wears on your body a tad. Um, and then the kids started. Um, so I just, I wanted to fish. I didn't really have a whole lot of people around here. So I had to just kind of like pick it up on my own. Um, and I started digging real deep into just bass fishing, conventional stuff. And, um, you know, they have like a thing that's called Bass University. <clears throat> and they had... I dove real deep into that, the magazines, the books, YouTube videos, everything. Um, I was going to start doing tournaments, and then I traded one of my bikes for a bass boat, and I thought this thing was ready to rock, and turned out that needed all new wiring and stuff, and fixed that all up, and ended up getting it to Tennessee and stuff, but uh, I never did any tournaments, um, and we ended up just kind of like pond hopping around here, uh, and we have two smaller lakes close by but with kids and stuff it's hard to really get out and that was kind of the basis of me not doing tournaments um but i have a buddy um he from colorado he ended up he moved here to help take care of his mom and i asked him one day i was like hey can you like what can you catch with a fly rod is it just trout only and he's like no you catch whatever you want and i was like 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 smallmouth and stuff like can i do all that with the fly rod he's like yeah catch whatever you want and i was like really He's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, hey, you want to go to Bass Pro today? Because that was the closest place I could get a fly rod right now because I'm extremely impatient. So we went out and he kind of got me hooked up. And that was, I mean, I never looked back after that. Um, Wait, so so you yeah. li- you live in Illinois. You went to Bass Pro. Mm-hmm. We have a good friend with a big dark beard that used to work at Bass Pro. Did you happen to run into him? 
<laughs> I haven't <laughs> ran into him yet, but I uh, it's <laughs> it's funny. I thought when I picked up fly fishing with my buddy Bill, um, when he kind of got me going, I've never seen anybody fly fish around here. Uh, in Illinois, obviously, it's not a state known for fly fishing. You know, no, so that, that's not I, a mecca. That's not yeah, where, that's not where I, someone from Pennsylvania would choose to go. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I've never saw anybody with a fly rod. You know, that's why I, I didn't know. And I asked Bill, I was like, what can you catch on these things? I've never, I thought it was trout only kind of deal. So anyways, I, uh, oh my God, I forgot where I was going with that now. Oh, yeah, so Dustin. <laughs> so I'm staring out a window. I'm looking at these squirrels just running by up, up and down my tree stand I got back here. So anyways, I, uh, not many people around here. I never saw, you know anybody fly fishing at all so i didn't think we were the only people here that fly fished around for a ways um and after uh listening to your show and kind of getting a hold of you about possibly being you know kind of chatting with you guys uh, i was talking to the wife and i was like you know most of the guests on there have like you know their guides guide services type flies stuff like that like i don't have anything to bring to the table on this this podcast so like Maybe I can make a you know Facebook page. There ain't nobody around here in Illinois that else besides me that fly fishes. You know, everything on YouTube's elsewhere. So I started looking around at uh, pages on on Facebook, and just to see you know, and I happened to be following one of them. Fly, I think Fly Fishing Illinois. You know, just a generic name or whatever. And I was reading through comments, and one of them mentioned a river that I fish over here. And I was reading through comments. I seen his name. I'm like Dustin Hines. I was like that name sounds really familiar. So I got back on the the podcast app and go through. I was like, holy hell! They just got they just had him on a couple weeks ago. That can't be the same guy. Yeah, so like then two I weeks go. Ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he can't be the same guy. So I got back on <clears throat> Facebook and and looked him up. And you know, he's right down the road from me. I'm like, dude, he's like 20 minutes. So I ended up messaging him, and we've been talking back and forth ever since. Um, but yeah, he's super, super cool guy. Obviously listening on the podcast seems like a really cool guy and he's super nice and stuff, but yeah, just kind of crazy. I didn't know anybody else fly fished around here. And then lo and behold, he's 20 minutes down the road. Yeah. He's, he's the one. Yeah. The one. (laughs) The other one. (laughs) But Dustin does have a, I think he has his game on lock. He, uh, he knows his shit. And if, if you were to, to, uh, brush shoulders with Dustin, I think you would learn a little bit, and uh, the smallmouth game he has unlocked pretty good. You know what I mean? Oh, that would be uh, great. I mean, I'm not like you know. I've only been doing this for you know four or five years. I don't have you know the knowledge that a lot of the people that I've listened to like on the show and stuff, especially him. So yeah, it'll be pretty cool. He's he's already trying to line up some things for the summer, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, this is gonna be great this year. So <laughs> absolutely, man. So how? How did you, like I said, you, you're a, a listener to the show. You reached out to us. How did you find the SVS Fishing Podcast? Uh, I, how did I find that at first? I think I was on, like, uh, I have an Android, so, like, Google Podcasts, I think. And I was just, like, I try to take in all the information I can from anywhere, whether it's YouTube or magazines or whatever. And I know podcasts have been getting kind of bigger recently, you know. Um, so I just... I typed in fly fishing and I happened to, I think I added a few of them, uh, like five or six. And you guys are the ones that I just, I wouldn't just couldn't stop listening to. I mean, you guys are entertaining and stuff. So I was like, you know, nothing against the other podcasts, but like this one I can listen to 
frequently, you know, I wasn't looking for a specific smallmouth podcast or something like that. So I just kind of found you guys and just kept listening. And then now, I mean, with all your guys' episodes, I just keep going back, you know, each day at work or something, I'll listen to one or something like that and whatever information, which is, you know, the guests you guys have on are full of good stuff. So it's nice. Um, And then I ended up, how I reached out to you was through Instagram. Actually, I kind of, you know, went through some of your pictures and it's always nice to see what other, everybody else is kind of, you know, pulling in. So, and then I found the information I needed there and reached out. So pretty cool. Actually, you should have got Chad going there and been like, Oh man, I was at the Seven Eleven. I lift up the toilet seat and there's a sticker of this musky and a small mouth with this microphone. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> Said I want a wild goose chase for a good time. Call SVS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, you should do that. I'll send you a sticker if you do that in a in a TA bathroom. That sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a plan to me, man. Oh man, but oh, man, for real. Uh, like I said, we we love putting out the good info and the good vibes. That's that's more what uh, our show's about is the good vibes and. Uh, the people listen, I love hearing from them. And like you said, that all you got to do is shoot a message on Instagram. And uh, Jay and I were shooting Archery League two Tuesdays ago. And you shot me a message. I was like, yeah, come on. You're, you're in. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Okay. So, like, I was sitting on the couch that night. And obviously, I've, you know, I've, I think it's been two, two years, I think I've, uh, you know, just been listening to your guys' podcasts. And I've always kind of wanted to be. You know, like, I want to be on a podcast. That'd be kind of cool, you know? Like, it would be kind of nice, you know? So <clears throat> I was sitting on the couch. I had a few beers, and I was, like, I was talking to Amber about it. And I was, like, you think I should just message him? And she's, like, do it? And I'm, like, yeah, but I, it's not like I, you know, know that much. You know, I know some stuff. I can I can catch fish, but, like, you know, what am I going to – the hell am I going to say? She's, like, just message him. It'd be fine. And when I did, you responded, like, Right away, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah, this is." <laughs> yeah, it, what you don't realize is we're not we're not special people, man. We're just we're just regular dudes. We're well, Mark's special. Just, Mark's just, special, yeah. but but Jay and I, we're we're, we're just dudes. <laughs> we're we're just like you and me. And uh, if if I get a little notification that says one on my my inbox messages, I'm like, "Woo." In 20 years, I'll be special, Jay, when I'm curled in my chair and he's like a carpal tunnel all around and I can't move. <laughs> Arthritis is set in. All my joints are locked. <laughs> oh, man. Eh, it'll be the future then. We'll be looking at holograms. You won't even need your hands. Yeah. You have a robot to tie your flies for you? Now, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Some hologram stuff. I mean, I like Star Wars and all, but that'd be kind of a hologram like uh like Tupac was supposed to be at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, like why didn't they do that? I heard, I heard they were supposed to, or well, they thought about it and then they decided not to. I don't know what's going on there, they just but yeah, that fifty. Yeah, then they gave us an upside down fifty cent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and one that's really gained impressed. fifty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's more like seventy five cent. I will say though, that's probably the best Super Bowl halftime I've seen in years. Fifty Cent looks like he went on Chad's diet. How old, <laughs> how, how old are you, Austin? Ah, uh, thirty. Okay. I'll be, uh, Thirty-one at the end of the year. Yeah. 
So y- you might not appreciate this year's halftime as show as much as uh as Jay and Mark and I. We're, oh we're, no, for we're sure. We're almost forty, and that was like our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, like, that was. <clears throat> like, we well, I love the music, but there's um I, I have a few friends that are obviously a little older than I am, but yeah, they definitely appreciate it way more than than I did as much as I enjoyed it. But oh yeah, like when I'd we really... when we heard la da 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 da. My, my wife got up and started twerking. <laughs> I saw a good meme about the halftime show today, even you know as long ago as it was. It showed a meme, and it was, or it was actually just a post of somebody. It was Snoop Dogg, and he showed him smoking a joint uh-huh. before behind, he went on. Yeah, behind, like and hiding then, down. Yeah, oh, hiding oh, down, smoking well, a joint. It said awesome. somebody said like, some guys like, oh, he, I can't believe he would do that. He lost a fan. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, Snoop yeah, Dogg smoking I- a joint's like. Snoop Dogg was smoking what joints on stage. Done. Yeah, that's, since, that's what he's known for. Since 98. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if he wasn't. That's why, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why he's just famous like, for what he is. Yeah. How do you say that? Jeez. Yeah. I was like, I mind blown by that one. So when yeah. you're, when you're uh, smallmouth fishing out in the creeks of Illinois, are you listening to Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Lil Eminem? Um... Not really. I mean, not that. <laughs> that's not my particular music to be listening to while I'm out there. Oh, I, no. I mean, my my music is is a very like a wide range of different stuff. And but um, if that happens to come on, yeah, I ain't I ain't skipping that. But um, no, from a small town, it's a lot of country over here. And um, <laughs> if it's not country, it's you know the Breaking Benjamin, Seether, Shinedown type of stuff. So. And, and when yeah, you say country, are you talking Morgan Wallen? Or are you talking Kenny Chesney? Or are you talking uh, Hank, Hank William Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. There's some good newer country out there, but I'm not a huge fan. The way the direction it's going, I'm not, I'm not, not a big fan of that. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I like Morgan Wallen, but I just don't really like the hype. It's when everybody's talking about a particular artist, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done here, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to hear that name anymore. And then I don't want to listen to the music, which is sad because some of the music's pretty good. But I don't know, it's kind of how I work sometimes. My my wife's a super fan, and then the only time I hear it's when I hop in her car, and it seems like every time I hop in her car, it it's Morgan Wallen. We got sand in the boots, man. Uh, <laughs> who's the, Luke Holmes? Hear a lot of Luke Holmes too. His isn't so bad, but he's still. It's still getting a little too. He gets one one pass because he was on the meat eater. Uh, yeah, and the other one because he's fat and ginger. I mean, you got a little fat ginger guy, right? <laughs> I mean, he's got a good voice for sure. It's just when you get an artist that that uh, reaches that level of fame very quickly, and then it's all about that person, and then you kind of get sick of hearing about it. And I'm like, okay, can we go to the next I, guy now? I miss the days where fame was a byproduct of being something you were extremely good of at. Of being good, yes. Right. <laughs> Yeah. That was the good days yeah. because then were genuine people and they weren't going for fame just to get here or there or do this. They got there because they were good at something. Not just saying the N word in a, a ring doorbell <laughs> like yeah. Morgan Wallen did. Yeah, like the the, the the doors to fame nowadays are, I mean, I wouldn't say extremely easy, but for some people, I mean, they have the dumbest of things that make people famous nowadays, which is absurd. The aptitude test is pretty low for that anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So going from the gear world, uh, I'm sorry, we're going back to fishing talk. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about Kardashian? I was 
I would love <laughs> to talk about Kim. What What do you have to talk about Kim, uh, Austin? Jeez, come on. <laughs> what? No. Really? Got to answer that? No. No, I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> That's okay. But going from the the gear world to the uh, the fly world, um, what are some of the uh, the lures that you're trying to mimic with flies, and what are some of the tactics that you try to mimic with with flies that you used to use with gear, and how how do you go about uh, making that happen? So when I went from <clears throat> just bass fishing with gear um, into the fly fishing, uh, I went from one world I was pretty un unknown not unknown to, but I didn't know much about, and to another world I didn't know much about that was vastly different but similar in certain things. So with gear my favorite way of fishing was um was jig fishing i love fishing on the bottom with a jig so like ned rigs and yeah neds um like uh like big craw um jigs i loved um i love the the hook sets i guess i guess that's the only way i can really put it was just like you know just the big you know like with a crankbait <clears throat> when they hit it they hit it hard and kind of by surprise but when you're jig fishing you're kind of meticulously um picking things out a little bit more. Um, and I, I kind of like that a lot. Um, and then obviously the hook sets after that were, were pretty fun. Um, so when I went to fly fishing, I didn't know what to use. I didn't know what flies were, what I didn't know the names of anything. Hell, I still don't know names. I'm not very good with names, but, um, everything's in Elk Caddis. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I mean, I tried to get into it and I'm like, Oh my God. Like I just learned this other stuff and I got to do, Oh my goodness. So, I just, you know, what, what is what for what, you know, bait kind of stuff. So like, okay, I used cross styled for, for, for gear. Right. So I'll implement that in my fly fishing. Okay. So what kind of crawl patterns could I be using or what, you know, so I heavily, um, went dove that direction, I guess. And that's still kind of my basis of fly fishing. I love using crawl patterns around here. Um, they work very well, um, in various sizes, uh, obviously like, you know, the orange, olive, a little bit of like dark Brown, purple stuff. Um, and then obviously like minnow, um, patterns when it comes to like gear, they, you know, there's a plethora of different baits and hard baits and soft baits and different plastics and, you know, Ned's Ned's are one of my favorite. Actually, I love Ned stuff. Back yeah. when I was fishing, Ned's are awesome. I I mean, I still do every once in a while. I love them. They're very um, effective. They're simple, um, and I kind of use that a little bit in fly fishing. Just I wasn't much of a topwater guy, um, which sounds kind of kind of dumb when it comes to a bass bass fisherman. You're like you're not a topwater guy. I never really did much of that um never dabbled too much now when it comes to fly fishing i i i did um and that was fun like those double poppers and sneaky peats those are those are fun for small, small mouth but um yeah i just uh i guess when it came to the bait i just tried to pick at that time try to pick the the colors the best i could like anything that kind of sim mimicked um what i was using gear wise um the best as i could um, and it just kind of worked out, you know, it started working and then I just built off of that. So, yeah, man. So, um, we, we all fish sculpin helmets and crayfish flies. 
Um, mm-hmm. Everyone has a different way of doing it. I like doing it with a, a sinking line and a short leader. Jay likes doing it with a floating line and a long leader. And I, I might be swinging over to his method, but I'm not going to tell him because I don't want I don't want to be able to not walk out through the door because his head gets so big. How <laughs> how do you like to fish the uh, the on the bottom rigs with a with a fly rod? What what's your what's your go to setup? Um, my go to setup right now. Um, I mainly with these uh, smaller river and cricks. I'm just fishing a six weight. Um, and for these bigger uh, carp they get kind of fun on a six weight, but, um, it's, <clears throat> I have two, I'll use a floating line depending on like the, the depth of the river. You know, we got different spots. Like this river is like all over the place. I mean, you got pools and stuff, but generally it's like anywhere from five to eight foot in spots. And then you got any, you know, three feet, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to use a sinking line, you know, for three foot, I can use a floating line. It'll get to the bottom. No problem. But, Typically, if I'm kind of like, I want a rod that's kind of going to do both, depending on where I'm at in this river, I'll use like an intermediate. Um, and I just kind of work the bottom best I can because I love <clears throat> catfish is one of my favorite things to catch over here. And which are, they're surprisingly more aggressive than I thought they'd be when I started fly fishing. So usually it's a, it's an intermediate um, crayfish pattern on the bottom is kind of my favorite way to fish um i'll pop it i'll let it dead drift sometimes it just depends on the clarity of the water which is usually dirty here but um that's that's kind of the way i do it over here and that's obviously it could be right or wrong or somebody else could be doing it different that's kind of how i started doing it and then i've kind of tweaked a little bit and it's we notice on our river if i mean if you put a black leech on and you Pull black leech across the bottom. You're gonna catch catfish for sure. You, I mean, more than likely, every time uh, Chad's uh, brother-in-law Mike throws a black leech on the bottom or a black bunny, uh, and he gives fly, the little bitty slow strips. Oh uh, yeah, little yeah. Every time we'll catch a, a a nice little channel cat. I mean, pretty. They are. They're pretty aggressive if you fish them right. Mm-hmm. That that's uh <clears throat> that's actually how I started when I first caught, caught my first catfish out here. It was on just like a, a little black a woolly booger you know leech style and it was i didn't really know at that time what i was doing when i caught my first one but after you start you know okay what did i do there and try to mimic it again and try different things and yeah same thing on the bottom slow strips and it's, it's you know when before catfishing you know if i went to the river with some cheap walmart poles years ago and just with worms or or a chicken liver or something like that you I always saw catfish. You had to, to smell to, to come find it kind of thing. And no, they're much more aggressive than that. It's crazy what you learn when you start, you know, diving into different ways of fishing and stuff like that. But yeah, same thing. I, uh, I mean, woolly boogers, you catch everything on a booger, but in small little rivers and creeks, it's crazy how just the, the oldest and simplest of flies will get you by from day to day. But yeah, man, the the old woolly bagger, it it is a go to and a a godsend and a a save all for all species. Yeah, if nothing else is working, I will put a woolly burger on just for shits and giggles. The, and lo and behold, I can go home without a frown on my face. So <laughs> that that's one of the two, man. The woolly bugger and the clouser. They're the yes. the holy uh the holy couple mated. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you use a lot of clouser minnows out there too? I mean, you find yourself using those. I know we use a, like a lot of murdish minnows and things of that nature. You find yourself ever using those certain times of year? Um, <clears throat> this, the river here, not really. I try, I mean, I've caught, uh, I've caught a few smallmouth on a clouser out here. I typically, the cloud, when I use clousers, uh, we have, uh, the lake up here, um, for, uh, hybrids, um, is mainly what I use, uh, my clousers for. Um, I think the, <clears throat> the way the water is here and I guess I, I've used a black clouser kind of like elite style pattern just to get the bottom quicker. Um, I've used that around here and it's worked. I typically don't go to the clousers right away on the river, but I will on, on a lake setting. Um, I use clousers a lot, um, but they do work. I just, I guess I'm kind of hell bent on using crayfish style or um, if I'm going for catfish, smallmouth is, is a little different, you know, like the changers and, um, sculpted head patterns, stuff like that, that I'll use on the river. But clousers, usually I just use in the lake, lakes around here anyways. And you, you did say there's a hybrid option for you on the lakes? Yeah, not as good as it used to be. It's, uh, they have a, uh, what do they call it? It's not the power plant lake. It's, uh, they have a hot water ditch that comes in, so it stays um, it won't freeze over the winter, okay. so if I can make it up there, um, I will. But I typically don't have I, – I don't make it up there as often as I wish I could, but they do have a hybrid option up there. Well, you have and, you have a small fleet of children that you have to tend to at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard to – I mean, that's what's nice about the creeks and rivers. Where I can kind of get out for a little while and then come back. I don't have to make a, an adventure out of it. You know, I don't have to plan too much, but yeah. It's uh, when I do get up to the lake, there is a hybrid option. Um, uh, and largemouth is a two main and crappie too. Um, but there's a lot of crappie in this river too, surprisingly, as for as nasty as this river can be. But um, yeah. yeah. Have a, you got to tangle with a, with a hybrid on the fly rod yet? Yes, I have. And they are loads of fun. They are um, the most fun you can have with your pants on. And yeah. you should know. It, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. When I caught, you know, my, my, I, you know, when I got into it, my first hybrid, Bill was telling me about it and he's like, they're fun, man. I'm like, well, anything I catch, I mean, hell, bluegill is fun on a fly rod. I mean, like, it, it's all your mindset. But, but when I caught my first hybrid, I was like, holy shit, this but, is fun. But, they, they hit so hard. And, and it's just, it, it's different and they're fun. They're loads of fun, but they're real fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bluegill are all right, but those, are, I wish we, those are real yeah. fun. <laughs> the, and, those yeah, are like going to a monster truck show, man. They're, they're yeah, fun. We make, jokes. <laughs> we make jokes about these bluegill. If they're, you know, the size of these big large mouths or, or, I mean, if bluegill were like big fish, they, I don't know if I'd be swimming in the same pond as them. That's how aggressive they can be oh, kind sure. of like attitude man they're so aggressive for little bastards jesus christ they're fun though they're fun and they're good for the kids oh kids love them oh they're the best for kids oh yeah but you know what's even better when your kid reels in a big old large mouth from a pond just i haven't had that opportunity yet but i can't wait i've heard a lot of people talk about it and being a proud dad moment kind of thing i haven't seen it yet but my son did it last summer 
like by himself, all by himself, reeling in this this goofy fucking rubber worm that he got from the the salt water when we went down to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And a a bass over in the pond across the street ate it, and he got to reel it in all by himself. So, That's gotta no be. fucking way, buddy. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, when you have when you get to step away from from doing it for them, you know, there's the you first you cast for them. And then they can't sit still um, and their, you know, their minds wander. They're, you know, they got that ADHD when they're that young kind of thing, you know, <laughs> squirrel, you know, <clears throat> but it's, it's cool when they go from you having to cast for them to now they can cast on their own to reeling in on their own. And then where you can, you can fish on your own and you don't have to constantly look over your shoulder. I haven't got to that point, but I can't wait. You know, no, I uh, haven't got to that point. My son, yeah. he lasts thirty-five minutes, maybe, and then he's done. He he wants to go run around, pick up sticks. Um, we have our mentored youth day coming up. He'll probably do better this year. He's getting a little bit older. He's getting better, but he's. Yeah. I I still think Riley's gonna your, outlast him. Your annual time to break every kid's <laughs> hope and dreams. Yes, you're catching the only twenty-six I'm, inch fish in the creek. I'm gonna catch the only monster in the creek. <laughs> my daughter did pretty well last year though no, your yeah, daughter she did pretty well she lasted about two three hours probably by herself and then she said i'm done and i said okay i'm done okay we can be done and then that's when i broke up the trap magnets and caught four more fish yeah like, <laughs> be- only because the fish will only hit spinners for so long man and then they, they got to go to the trap magnets and they love those shad darter heads yeah, my kids, uh, they, same thing. They last about 30 minutes, maybe, you know, on a, like, consistent, you know, we're fishing mentality. And then after that, it's the same thing. They want to throw rocks in the pond, and as soon as they start doing that, I'm like, okay, all right, well, looks like I'm done too then. But So um, you have kids the same age as us. Um, what are some activities that you, you like to do with the kids to get them outside and off of the uh, the video games and away from the YouTubes? Um, besides like, you know, going to the park and being outside kind of things, <clears throat> we'll just, uh, like we'll take another, you know, to the river. And sometimes we won't just do, you know, we're going fishing, you know, we will walk, we'll look for sheds, um, that, you know, getting them up and moving and, and, uh, instead of just, you know, just fishing, um, oh, just being in the outdoors camping. is great. Have, have you had well, any luck? Yeah, anything outdoors camping and, and we'll look for sheds. Um, I've met, I've heard you guys talk about mushroom hunting and I've actually thought about maybe trying that this summer. Um, but mainly, I mean, at their young age, it's hard to keep, you know, like you guys would know their, their minds focused for so long. So it's more of just when they start to, you know, wander, their brains start wandering. It's like, you know, all right, let's just explore. Let's walk around. Let's walk around the timber. Let's, you know, what kind of cool rocks can you find? They start collecting rocks and we'll bring them home. Um, you know, we'll save stuff like that. Uh, that just simple, simple stuff for now until they get a little bit older. That's the fun part about mushroom hunting because you don't have to keep your mind in tune. You can, you can hoot and holler and yell back and forth to the kids and uh, you're not going to have to worry about scaring the mushrooms away. They're, they're <laughs> still going to be there. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I thought about it and I was like, that sounds like a really good idea. And so, unless you ate the wrong ones. 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be my luck, too. Like, oh, this one looks good. Oh, wrong. If you find any goofy ones, uh, I'll send you my address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds like an adventure. Um, I, I took my dog out today uh, shed hunting, and we found zero. It, have you uh, have you had any luck shed hunting this year? Nope, not a, not this year. Um, I actually uh, just we got a, a new puppy, um, a Brittany, and she. I have uh, some like old like schools outside, um, some Europeans outside, like like old ones that I found, and I just keep them out back. And are, are Europeans she, like Brit like Brazilians, but uh, a lower grade? With some hairs left. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple hairs on these things. So <laughs> I just leave them out back. Eventually, they'll disappear, right? So if the squirrels don't get to them first, but she the uh, she uh, Roxon's his name. He keeps he's he's like he he'll beeline to him as a puppy, and I'm like I wonder if I can use him shed hunting. He just kind of, I mean, the noses on these dogs are pretty good. I've always wondered what it. I've never had a shed dog. I've seen. I have a buddy that uh, has one, and I think it's really kind of cool. It kind of ups your game a little bit. But I thought about that, um, taking him out when he's a little bit older. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had any luck this year. Not yet. Yeah, I, I bought my dog a, an elk antler from Pet Supplies Plus, and he's been chewing on it for weeks and weeks and weeks and just chewing and chewing and chewing. And uh, I was like, all right, well, today's the day. So him and I went out and we, we followed a bunch of deer trails and he did good. He, he only ate like three piles of deer shit and, uh, <laughs> but, but we didn't find any sheds. So hopefully, uh, that, that shed or the, uh, the antler that I bought him from Pet Supplies Plus is going to get, you know, be a little bit of a, an incentive for him to, to try to find them. Yeah. It's so a little things that they're very impressionable. Um, when they're that little, it's a little things that end up developing into uh, bigger and better things, I guess, just like that, buying an antler for him. I can see that definitely benefiting him for sure. Yeah, man. Do the same thing. So are, are you tying your own flies now? Um, I've tied about four. Um, I just got into the, the tying, um, learning that now, like the different materials and the threads and, um, I watch a lot of Gunner's stuff. Um, I love his videos on YouTube. Um, I've tied a couple of them. Actually, the one of them I used, uh, there is no name for this fly. It was kind of a throat together type of fly, just kind of, you know, learning the technique and how things work. Um, but it looked good. So, I mean, well, good enough that a fish might eat it. Um, but no, I just got into it. Um, I'm actually, uh, had ordered a, I think a peak rotary because the one that I have, I have a little, when I got into it first wanted to, I got one of those like super cheap kits, you know, like uh, um, the Cabela's offer. No, Field the Stream. It's like one of those uh, clamp on tiny little vices. Yeah, the, um, the ones that make you want to like, quit tying flies. Yeah, like when I got I was so excited, it was like two years ago. I was so excited and I tried tying a fly and then I got so pissed off. I put it away and I never looked at it again. And then um, this, <laughs> this winter I got it back out and I was like, well, if I want, I need, you know, flies aren't cheap, you know, the bigger, the more expensive. And I'm not, you know, nymphing over here. So like, but I need to start learning how to tie. You're so. not going to save money 
tie and flies either. I'm just, no, I'm no. Just see, I you. just kind of found that out too. Looking at material, I was like, God damn, it's just expensive. <laughs> and you gotta buy so much to to find a pattern that you like. You know, it's and not to mention, you know, you, you want to buy three or four different colors. Now you gotta buy three or four different packs of everything you want to make that color. Yeah. Now you gotta fucking shitload of stuff you tied three flies out of you're doing a good job guys keep going <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right hey, that's what i found out when i was Ur- ordering urban, Ur- urban <laughs> <laughs> smooth <laughs> oh yeah dude so, like when i that's the same like i know what you mean like when i was all right i want to tie um I want to tie this fly. I want this one, right? Whether it's a, a feather changer, okay? I, just, I want to tie this one, and I'll go to get the materials for it, and I don't want just this color now. You know, like I'm I'm dead set on, you know, one color. And then you start looking, and I'm like, what if I want to tie, you know, this color and then this color? And, and then all of a sudden my, my cart goes from $1,500 to triple that because now I want all these fucking colors. And it gets always, it's just like, I just realized, yes, it is just as expensive, if not more, but, um, my brain's telling me that it's just, it's part of it. Like I want to do it and I want to learn and I just started dabbling in it. So if I can keep my, my brain focused long enough, then I'll keep at it. You you got to tie the one you've tied four flies and now you're, you're dipping your toes into the feather game changer world. Um, I just threw that one out there because I'm sucky with names, okay? But uh, I'm just no. saying because that, that's a relatively aggressive fly. It, yeah, <laughs> after watching videos, and I'm like, uh, I mean, it is easier. You watch the video, like, hey, that doesn't look so not that hard. Oh yeah, then, YouTube makes everything look good. I can change, oh, yeah. I can change yeah. a head on ISX now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, I've only tied a couple, and the first two. They were bad. Like, I'm pretty sure my daughter could have done a better job. You know, that they were, you know, which I guess everybody goes through that, you know, learn how to tie. You're like, what the hell is this thing? But no, I kind of got a little technique down. I only have so much, uh, the material that I got with that, that kit. Cause I ju- had just gotten it out a couple months ago and it has a few feathers and a quill and some marabou and like there's like nothing to really make one fly out of it's like bits and pieces from other flies they threw in this kit like i don't understand who designed the kit but uh, nobody who fly fishes designed that kit apparently because just, just I, so was you know. having, I was having <laughs> um, trouble piecing things together if you need stuff uh hit hit me up after we we're done recording well uh i'll make a care package for you oh hell yeah that'd be sweet yeah man it, it it's the only right thing to do. You you're taking time out of your uh, your life on a Sunday to hang out with us. We'll make a care package for you, and I'll I'll send some flies down for you also. Well, I deeply appreciate that. Yeah, man. And uh, and when you catch fish on SVS flies, you have to send me pictures, man. That's oh yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're gonna go with the game changer, go with the easy chanel game changer then you can just trim it down you just put just wrap that shit on there man what, it's filler really flash no no filler flash you just put palmer that stuff right on there what's up the finesse the finesse changers okay so i'm saying the finesse changers just go with that try that stuff the finesse chanel I'm telling you oh, man okay. it's so easy to tie just chanel that palmer that stuff right up 
trim it down. It's not it's not as hard as and what they as everybody thinks it is. Really isn't. Is it? No, Jay no. can do it. Yeah, I can do it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's not that hard. If, you know, if you can wrap, you can wrap shit around. I mean, and, and secure it on there. All right. I mean, it's not that fucking hard. The trimming is the hard part, but you'll get that done. That's easy too. So, Austin, um, you're a listener to the show. Are there any parts of the show that you wish we wouldn't do? Should we not get so drunk sometimes? Should we get more drunk sometimes? What What do you think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, the the alcohol makes it better. To be honest with you, awesome. I think it's it's just. Uh, so, um, did you listen? Did really, you listen to the show when Jay and I got into a fight? You guys got in a legitimate fight. Nah, I mean, close enough. Like to, a, the, the only thing we didn't do was swing on each other because we knew that wasn't going to end well either. <laughs> one of our stupid asses was actually going to get hurt. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't here for that. Yeah, it was just me and Jay and yeah, Jace. I gotta go back and listen. To Jace that. was like, "Guys, guys, come back, come back." He's still sitting here talking, <laughs> and he starts doing the credits as Chad and I are screaming at each other. Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah, I have to send me that episode. I, I think I don't know what episode I'm on now, but uh, was this is 301, isn't it? Yeah, is this, this is 301. So it, it was definitely last winter yeah i definitely screamed at it was right before we went to though. niagara then i no, probably we were, have listened to it then okay i have to go back i have to check that out again no it was the argument was over going to the niagara no it was going to our 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 local for smallmouth or or going to the to the trout stream and you were pissy because we were going to the fucking trout stream. You're right. And it, it was, was this spring. It was no, it was last spring, dude. It yeah. was like I, it was like last. I looked at these. I looked at the pictures today because I scrolled through some pictures. It was like May 18th or no, no May 28th. May 28th. I swear to Did fucking you guys get God. Fish that day? Oh yeah, my dad caught two nice browns. The they, only two fish of the day. No, they caught. There was a bunch of fish caught. I caught a stupid ass palomino. Yeah, everyone else caught them on a uh, uh, check niffing. Uh, 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 two nice day. brown taken though. Couple nice smallmouth. There were a couple nice smallmouth. <laughs> Come on, man. Talk that that was a decent trip. <laughs> Jay is right. <laughs> I, oh, it, it pains it me was to a, say. Because we did it on a Friday night. We did the show on a Friday night, and that was a bad idea anyway, because I was already half crocked. So was I. Yeah. And then there you went. And then, and then Jace brought Fireball. Way, so we started a way show to go, Fireball. Austin. Way to bring this back up, Austin. Yeah. This is your fault. Hey. Hey, you asked for pointers, man. <laughs> Poke the bear so they fight some more. So, do you have any goals this year for uh, for your fly tying world? To tie a fly that, um, just to tie one. I mean, just to tie one like, that works and you catch a fish on. Tie one. No, um, I'd like to get. I mean. I guess I don't really have a goal besides just tying a fly, like tying an actual fly, not just something I'm throwing together, find something and just tie it and, and have it eaten, I guess would be my goal. And then I'll go to, I'll not, I wouldn't say perfect that fly, but get it to where I can tie it efficiently and then move on to the next fly. If I can get like three, two or three this year to where I can tie effectively to where they swim, right and not just thrown like look good type of thing. I guess that'd be my goal. If I can get two or three in the fly tying thing, um, different patterns, 
then I'd be okay with that. I think. Yeah, man, and I think that's all we should we should all strive for is just to tie flies that actually f- swim good and fish good. Oh yeah, get eaten. But I think one thing that's important, especially and make sure you do this, is uh, secure your material well. You know, you don't want to fish a fly that falls apart three times in and you spend all that time trying to tie it. You know, that's one thing, you know, you should make make sure that they're going to stay together, you know. After, May 16th. Oh, uh, 16th? <laughs> Shit, I was, a little, I was a little late. I was a little late. I gave you a couple weeks on yelling at me, Chad. But he, Jay is correct. Make sure you secure your materials down. Make sure they don't. If a fish does eat your fly, make sure it doesn't twist to the left or to the right or have hairs fall out, right? Mark. And definitely start with proportion. I mean, you're going to always, everybody's number one thing you're always going to do is use too much. Less is more. Less is more, believe me. It's going to be the lesser. And if you're going to look at it and say, that looks like too much, it's it's probably still too much. So look at it and be like, really? Then that's probably about the right material there. So it's going to be a little less than you think, and always leave yourself room at the eye. One thing you're always going to do is crowd the eye. You want to leave it sparse like old ladies' pubes. Oh, mmm. That definitely wants me, wants me uh, makes me want to tie some flies now. Just that alone. Right there. The pubes. Sparse. You for the pubes. <laughs> yeah, sparse. Yeah, just think sparse. Yeah, sparse. Gray, uh, yeah. gray curly, and sparse. And sparse. Yeah, uh, Gunner was was heavy on that one. I was I got into his videos was the same thing was real real sparse when you. Did, and I've heard that and, and, after I heard that, then everyone else has been you know the videos that I've watched on tying, you know less less is more. Yeah. If you're gonna do changers, always make sure too you're combing every time you wrap it. That'll help you with your bundle at the end. It'll keep it nice and combed out as you wrap up it. Did Gunner put it the same way we did? Um, close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he didn't. We we, we know Gunner quite well, and he did not refer uh, to Ole's pubes. <laughs> no, he, he's pretty. Uh, yeah, he, he's straight. Pretty sim- simple uh, words there. He's pretty. Yeah. So Austin, is there anything that we haven't hit on? We we've had you on the phone for about an hour. Is there anything we haven't hit on that you think we should be touching on with a with a listener to the show? Um. No, nope. I think I. Uh, Did you get everything out of this experience that you 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 were hoping for? Oh, for sure. <laughs> just, I mean, just uh, like I thought I was mentally prepared. You know, I've never been on a podcast, and I'm usually a pretty good talker kind of guy. But no, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoy the podcast. You guys do great, and it was just a it was a thrill to be on, just to chat. It's pretty cool. No, I like it. Thank you Keep so it much, man. It, it's been fun for us as well, and yeah. we love hearing feedback from uh, from our listeners. It's it's awesome, and uh, we don't get as much interaction from the listeners like like you asked me about. Um, you said I'm sure you get people all the time. No, we don't. <laughs> so Austin, said, I, I figured you guys probably did. I was, you know, and you're you know, yeah, hell yeah, come on. And I was like, what? I mean, you guys don't have more people coming in, <laughs> sliding into your DMs. I believe is what I said, sliding your DMs, get, trying to get on the show. And I just, no, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I hope I didn't butcher it too bad. No, man, this has been a solid podcast, and it's been great from uh, from the beginner beginner fly fisherman's point of view. And every every once in a while, we need that. We need to kick our feet back and you know say, "Whoa, 
we're not listening or uh, not everyone that's listening is has been fly fishing for eight or nine years everyone sometimes we get people that have listened for uh or have been fly fishing for three or four months and they need to to realize that they're not in the boat by themselves yeah i guess i guess uh if there is anybody out there that's only been fishing for a few months or listen to the podcast wanting it to fish is i you know when i first got into it it's very intimidating but it's not as hard as you would think it would be to fly to, to just fly fish in general you know so like you know i've only been doing it for a few years and i've learned a bit but i got a whole hell of a lot to learn so i guess if there's anybody out there that you know wants to get into it or or fresher than i am i guess just you know keep plugging away and you learn through experience so it's fun it's the best way of fishing in my opinion so austin what what's your instagram so people can go check out what uh what you're doing <laughs> i probably should have wrote that down <laughs> <laughs> i i had it <laughs> god damn it <laughs> that's funny that's I, I think it's uh creek freak it might like internet would load. I just so I'd say it right now, but uh, yeah, it's Creek Freak. Creek, Creek Freak underscore at underscore caught up or underscore up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep, that'd be it. So. That's my. I should have wrote that down. That was a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! Next time you're on a podcast, you should know your your Instagram handle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why in the hell that I didn't write that down. That was bonehead move. But yep, that's it. You want to look at my cool pictures? That's what I got on there. Or if anybody else from Illinois that wants to fish, I'd be down. Yeah, I do a lot by myself, so. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, Austin, thank you so much for your time, and uh, thank you for listening to the show. And we appreciate the support, and um, we will definitely be uh, reaching out to you again. Thank you so much, man. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate. it. Jay, what'd you find? My GoPro. Is it still working? Yeah, it's working fine. I thought I lost it forever. thought I lost it in luggage somewhere on the way back from uh, Montana years ago. It was just last year. Was, was it last it? year? Was it last year? I think it was last year. Was it 20? I don't think it was last summer. Yeah, that was the year of summer before. It was yeah. the one before? Yeah. That's yeah, been almost two years. It was before COVID, pre-COVID? It was... Well, no, it was like right at the beginning. Oh, you're when nobody was there. You're peak COVID. Yeah, we went during COVID. It was <laughs> awesome. Like they like everybody that walked into that state, they they put a one of the guns to your head basically and took your temperature and you know pray you don't read over. Yeah, pray you weren't sweating. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I uh, I th- I I must have set it up behind my wife's dresser. And how often do you move? Your I, wife's that's dresser? where I would set mine up at. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> just saying. Set, set, you know what I mean? So, like, even in the case, and it, the case and all, because I've been in a decent <laughs> really case, and yeah, case. everything. And she, we rearranged. She rearranged the, you know, room, Jim, Why is this room here? Finally, and she's like, "Oh my god, I found this! I know you thought you lost it." So that's cool. That's pretty cool. Both the four and the seven, I have quit working. So time to get another one. I gotta get a new one. I have a five. 
Hero or whatever, no, like the one with the screen on it and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it could have a little more. I think the sevens when they came out with the real good stability were mm-hmm. a little less movement. But I uh, I used it going down the tubes. Uh, we went up to Avalanche, whatever Express there. Nice. I took some videos of myself going down on the tubes head first, you know, and like skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Got a couple good vids, and I was like, all right, yeah, I can't wait to use it fishing again. Like you were talking about, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to get a couple, just even eats any any decent kind of eat, you know, smallmouth, big eat on a popper or something, you know, something fun on video this year. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Go back to getting some release shots and stuff. Go spend more time on it. So I'm picking up a drone too. So we're gonna have all kinds of goodies. Absolutely, man. Like I said, I have a drone you can use if you want until uh, until you get yours, or you can try practice flying with it or see mm-hmm. what. Should go up and get this one a couple of weeks, but then I got to go through getting all the rest of the bull crap done. But that'll be that'll be for a later date. Absolutely. So yeah, that'll be fun. So. Oh yeah. Uh, do we have any any other funny stories that we we've had happen this week? I I don't think so, I man. Mean, mm-hmm. I cooked some good meat for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you did. I, uh, that shit was awesome. I I ate uh, the last of it l- last night. I asked my wife. I don't know if your wife went out with the girls from work. Yes. But I asked my wife to bring home some wings, and she did not. So I ate leftover brisket from seven days prior. That <laughs> yeah, should be all right. It's like the longest refrigerated, right? I'm still here. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, oh, I had Worst some on some sandwiches. Oh, a couple of days later. Oh, it was amazing. My On Tuesday night, my wife didn't cook anything after shooting. Went home. Oh, two brisket sandwiches. Oh my gosh, was it good? Yeah, it was. That was tough though. On the on the, you know, on a stick burner or you know yeah. the reverse flow I have. It's it's tough. You know you gotta and especially with six six degrees outside, whatever it was the night before. 10, You're burning 12, lots of fuel, right? Burning decent amount of fuel. Lots of fuel. Once you get a good basic holes there, it's not so bad. But when I mean, you gotta go let it. That's like a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my cousin are up at one a.m. You know, and you weren't. Shane was. No, I was. I was. Well, I was up at one eighteen, and him. He went and got the meat. I went and started the fire. You know, and he threw the meat out. We seasoned up the meat. Got the fire started. Let the meat sit for a while. Let you know. Let all the the rub that he put on it set in. And at that point, you know, we were sitting there at one a.m., two a.m., three a.m. My dad had passed out there the night before. He had got a little loose, and I look over. He was, you know, he. Gets up at 4 a.m. every morning. So he's sleeping on the chair. I said, we're just going to let him lay there. So he woke up with us in the morning and got everything ready. And we, uh, he left about 3. I went to bed, back to bed about 3, you know, put it on and sat up for a little bit. My cousin said he was going to stay up to about 4. So I got up about 5 after going to bed at 3, made sure the temp was right, went back to bed, got back up at 7, and, you know, made sure the temp was right. My dad pulled in at 6.50. And he was back. He he put on a good, you know, couple hours of keeping the fire right at the right temp and keeping it going. And then my brother-in-law came over. He put in a little bit of time on it, too, keeping it right while Shane and I were getting other shit ready. And so, you know, team effort. It was a team effort for the, the marathon cook. Uh, but it was good. My brother-in-law threw some uh, pulled uh, deer that, on there. He, he put, that was some good shit, too. Yeah, he put in a roasting, roasting pan. And then put it on the smoker, mm-hmm. and after it was pulled, he put it on the smoker in the pan and just put some smoke flavor on it, and it turned out real good. 
barbecued deer. That was, Absolutely. I, I dug that. Had a sandwich or two. Sounds good. I got yeah. a chuck roast going right now as we as we're speaking. I uh, I did old Malcolm Reed's uh, Mississippi pot roast, uh, whatever. But I did a chuck roast and put it on smoke for two hours, and then I put it in tin foil. And in the tin foil, I put like a whole stick of butter, a pack of ranch, and a pack of gravy mix, and some pepperoncini peppers, and put it back in there, so it. It can like simmer in the butter and oh, yeah. the gravy. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what we we pulled it out at 165 and then we put it in uh, pink butcher paper. Yeah. Put it back in. And, you know, I noticed this time with the piece of meat because I didn't notice it with the pork shoulder, which was another long, you know, smoke. Uh, this one really plateaued. This one gave me the, the 195 stall. for a second, you man. And stall. it didn't want to go, didn't want to go, didn't want to go. I mean, my cousin were like, this is like, 315 and uh he's like well you know we're just that's it man it's gonna end up being in the, at four o'clock 45 minutes later there it went it went and hit and we're like all right yep. cool like it was right when we planned to take it off in the first place because i, I think we're gonna take off early i think it's gonna be early you know he's getting all you know just he's getting, getting antsy. Antsy in our panties <laughs> you know and you know and you could feel the jiggle a little bit in it and uh it was oh man <clears throat> got it with a butter knife so did, did you Excuse me. Did Shane get that house? Yes. He did? Yes. So he's going to be a local resident. Yeah, he's going to be living right around the corner. I he's, love uh, it. My cousin bought a house on um, over on 18 by the cheese, cheese house. Mm. Right across from Borland's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. right on 18, right across yep. from Borland's, correct? Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Yeah. I so can't wait for Shane nice to be house. our neighbor. Yeah, real nice house. And I was like, he's a detached garage. I'm like, dude, we're going to turn half of this garage into an outdoor kitchen with a huge smoker and it will pipe it outside the outside into the ceiling and everything dude absolutely have a big ass stainless section for your meats have another section you know with your nice butcher block fuck musky flies that's where my gopro's going <laughs> to the outdoor kitchen i'm serious dude we should do this shit like i'm being for real i was like dude you got you got the money bro he does real well so hell let's do it i'll i'll, I'll be i'll help you build it do this. Yeah, I haven't done anything in the basement lately. Oh, I've been lazy. I've been busy. Yeah, I've, I've been doing the same. I've been time flies and then... How much progress have you made on the boat since we last were in here? Um, Did I did I do any welding last time we talked? Yeah, you had put the back piece, cut off, put the back piece on. I, I had welded the back piece yeah. on. Then I have done nothing since last week. <coughs> I I sucked in way too much argon last week. Yeah. I didn't want to to fucking upset myself again um, this week. Uh, Are you going to cut them two tails off the sides? Yes, I okay. am going to cut the two tails okay. off the side. And I was wondering cut, about that. I'm going to cut the the bottom, the bottom, which would be the bottom at the angle that the the new transom is at and then the sides are going to come up at an angle and i'm going to weld those to the new transom that i have back there word yeah man cool i'm fucking pumped i can't wait once we went and saw that new new float yesterday i'm ready for this fucking boat to be ready because it's going to be you guys's rafts are fucking awesome this is a hard boat that's going to be as light as your rafts, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be like 
a fucking smallmouth machine. Pumped, I might, buddy. I might rename it the War Machine. There you go. <laughs> like my old S10 from yeah from eleventh uh, grade. I remember that. The War Machine. Yeah. <laughs> I think you almost sent that one into the side of a tree. I did send that one inside of a tree. I, I think you almost did on the way to steelhead fishing one time too, wasn't that one? No, it was that same one, but I yeah. did send it oh. into the side of a tree on the bottom of my road the day before the day I left for Maryland. One one time. Well, I was going to Maryland with my family and I wanted to hang the ass end out loose coming around the corner and I caught a dry spot <laughs> and fucking <laughs> right into a tree. You remember that trailer I was building for the raft? Mm-hmm. I got it back and I got all the paperwork back so I am going to giving it to the messenger place now. So it's legit. So it's going to be all legit. Have Finally a license plate done. and everything. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that'll be good. I went and got it all. So do you want to share a license plate with me? <laughs> 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 no, man. I had to go no. pay an arm and a leg for this thing. No. Good luck. I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> the only thing else I want to do maybe on is put a uh, roller on the back, move it forward a little bit, the thing on it, and yeah, the, uh, platform on it. I want to move it forward just a little bit. It wants to... It's a little light in the back. A little tongue light. Yeah, and it wants to rattle a lot. I'd rather just be heavy uh-huh. on the tongue, heavier on the tongue. So it'll just be a few screws and move it forward a little bit. And put. A, I want to put a little roller on the back of it, though. I think that'll make it a lot easier. Nice. It'll just roll right off the back and do it up that way. A little car. And then I want to borrow Dad's truck no more. He's happy. He's really happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Just a little bit more on that, and that's it, man. I'm, I want to put a uh, the wheel on it. The wheel in the front. Mm-hmm. That, too. I want a little bit more tongue weight. Yeah. But not much, but still a little. And I'll be all raft ready to go. Are you going to be able to pull it? With what? With Are you going to be able to back it into wherever it needs to be? Yeah. I back up great. Okay. I've been using the... The green boat just fine, backing it right in. I give it one fender flare. And oh, dude, I, I did that a long time ago. Remember, I, fi- I fixed that. He backs no, it. Up. I'm saying he'll he'll da- he'll take out another fender flare. Nope. You know, no, Mark, he down. backs it up great. Great, yeah. it's great. great. I can back it up great. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Be all right. I'm easy, man. Yeah, I, I, backed it, I backed it into I, my I, I backed it into my house. It's in my garage. I can't wait to hear some stories though. But I can't nah, wait. <laughs> I backed it into my garage. Captain CDL over here. <laughs> I, it's not CDL. It's just been pulling boats forever. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got that. Good man. I no. I I hope we don't hear stories. Is, nah, there will be no stories. Is what I'm. Oh, no, there's going to be stories. Well, you know what? If the, <laughs> even if there is stories, I own my car, so it doesn't really matter. If, if there's issues, there's going to be stories. Oh, I, I'm sure. I, I'll yeah, tell I'll yeah. tell them way way faster than you will. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Why wouldn't you, my friend? <laughs> we have a... Uh, d- so I can quit... Uh, so Chad quit being a dick. Uh, no, nah, I should. I think I'll be all right, but who knows? Fly tag night. Yeah, I was just going to say. That's what I was saying. Yep. Coming up a couple days. This Friday. I don't know what the date is. Uh, you will be. 25th? I think it's the 25th. See when goes see Tango? Yes, 25th. 225-22. 110 North Pitt Street. At Ta Da Dan Studio. Bingo. So, 
come come tie some flies with us, man. We uh we we are always looking for people to come out and tie flies with us, and it is it is a goddamn hoot. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, you had, there were a couple guys there last time, and uh, I think you made one feel just real welcome. <laughs> uh, why forget, why I, do you say that? I forget what uh, what the comment was, Chad. I, I, I'm sure this guy's gonna be back. I was talking about the small. Ma- I was talking about smallmouth labia majora. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. The, yeah. That it was smaller than a human's labia majora. <laughs> uh, Chad was, said he saw one one time. I was personifying the smallmouth in their vaginas. <laughs> Mark, where the fuck did you get this guy? Uh, there's our fly tying night in a nutshell. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> Good time. Uh, who was uh, your other buddy that was there? Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim's a hoot too. I like Jim. He's one. Of, he's 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 our type of guy. Yeah, we got should be a handful, a couple other guys coming on this week too. So yeah, I got a good a, turnout as as usual. I had, had a couple of people I wanted to get out there last time, and uh, hopefully I'll give them a shout and see if you can make it this time. Yeah, maybe PJ will make his way back out. Yeah, who knows it, if PJ fucking listens to our show still? No, I don't think so. PJ. <laughs> Get a message tomorrow at nine thirty. Hey, you know what? I love calling out one person when there's like six hundred other people listening. <laughs> it's awesome. <sighs> so, I I, don't know. I got nothing fun and exciting on my end. No, I mean people were trying to make even just with all the weather that came up through this week. They're like, oh, PJ did text me. He's like, hey man, you might be able to get out and fish this weekend. Might be able to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just in you know, just you in this wishful th- thinking. Yes, yeah. exactly. Wishful thinking, wanting to get out because of the weather breaking oh. a little bit and showing us a tiny bit of spring and. You know, uh, John Sampson, our other buddy, you know what I mean? He hit me up and was like, oh, man, we might be able to get out out east, you know what I mean, if we went out, you know, and you fish, fish, fish. And I'm like, dude, I looked up the rivers, and I'm like, I don't know, fellas, man, it looks pretty bad. This you text Mark and I yesterday about fishing yeah, today. Yeah, one I was little like, spot. I was like, ah, uh, Jay, I, I put my eyes on a lot of streams yesterday, and none of them are going to be good today. Yeah, <laughs> you know, wishful there's thinking only, on my end, too. There's only about yeah. two. Uh, worst taste, I'd take a ride. There's about two sandwich. or three fishable places right now, and, and we know which ones that were. And, and in real life, those would have been zero water flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like The one just opened up, and it's actually now to a good level. It's perfect. It's perfect, but the other ones, yeah. There's blown. Oh, our lake. Gone. Our lake is Black. up like Dude, a what, million feet. What we found today. A million. What we found what yesterday. What is the, the ice push with it or to go up above the ice i haven't seen yeah it's it. so there's a bunch of open water out there and everything there's not there's ice there, under it there was some open water yesterday yeah. off 18 going over uh 18 yeah. but going over 846 uh yesterday yeah it was still all solid yeah and there was no water over top of it because i went up that way and then back 18 and it's weird that that fucking lake is weird the way that the ice shifts on it and the way that it's regulated. It just moves so much. Now it's fucking like 3,300 right now. Yeah. What, our, our river? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, it's yeah. pumping a oh, lot of water out when you have a full ice shelf up on that lake. It's. No, oh, it, I know. It's going to end up like uh, Woodcock last year. Uh, do you see what it's at right now? No. God. 800? 
Holy shit. Can you imagine that little creek bump in 800? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's there's just everywhere. so much snow getting run off. We're not used to this. It, this is like something that happens yeah. out west. You know what I mean? They're they're used to runoff season. They, I mean, the good news with it is, is at well, least on the river side, you're gonna have a couple issues with a couple places that are running in because we saw how bad the backup is. Uh-huh. We're gonna have some backed up dirty water, but it's a sign that the water's pushing through. You know, so at least we've got you know another ten days or so. We very well could be able to get on some rivers. Yeah. Absolutely, we'll be able to get on some stuff. Well, get the musky max over with and fish time. Yeah, man. So, Mark, where is the musky max at? When is it? Cannonsburg, PA. What's the name of the place? Princecape Arena. There you go. March fifth and sixth. March fifth and sixth. Come to uh, see Urban Fly Company at the Urban Fly Company booth. Um, there's gonna be Mark. There's gonna be Raz. There's going to be some other shitheads like Rick and myself. We're going to be doing crazy things. We're going to be selling flies. We're going to be booking trips. It's going to be wild times, man. Nailed it on the head. <laughs> I did nail it on the head. Um, <laughs> hey, even if it's not musky related, we book smallmouth fl- small trips. Oh, yeah. Yes. If you want to book a trip with Dr. J, we're going to be booking smallmouth trips. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm ready. A, I mean, what are we? Six weeks, probably. Hopefully, six, eight from eight small weeks mouth? from smallmouth. Eight weeks six. early. Six till May. we're able to go scouting. Eight till we're able to book trips. Yeah. May. Just saying. Yeah. So you get you get to that late April into May. We'll get you on the water. We've got a lot of water around here and a lot of good smallmouth fishing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, son. I'm ready It'll be to a go. Fun year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shore lunches. Shore mm-hmm. lunches. If you want to come in a remanufactured boat, come check us yeah. out. <laughs> Get to see some homemade American ingenuity. <laughs> and I'll well, you know you. how to weld. And I'll row you in that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get her finished up. Yeah, it's going to be this week. That boat will be done. You can put handles on the back of it then? I'm going to put big handles on either side on the back and two big handles on the front and one small handle where I can put the uh, the trailer harness mm, in yep. the middle. Nice. But it's going to have two big handles on the front, two big handles in the back. Gotcha. So it's going to be as, as user-friendly as possible. And you're saying it's going to be 125 pounds? Yes. Be awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. 125 pound hard boat. So, yeah, we'll just slide it right down the railing. Yes. The one spot. Absolutely. Shoot. Right down the thing. <laughs> It'll be like a skateboarder doing a doing a, a lip slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that with my raft. Just send it down the railing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, my buddy bought a, uh, a scooter for his half for his uh, mini ramp. Oh, like a Razor scooter? Like a real deal half pipe scooter. <laughs> but like a Razor. Yeah. yeah. We're, and? We're trying our best to get my son to not be a pussy. Because he, w- he won't drop in. On the skateboard anymore? 
No, he he won't. Huh. So and and Ernie wants to do the he wants to try the scooter. I'm like, yeah, let's try it, man. And uh, I I think it's gonna be fun. Hmm. It's like the fly fishing pinner beef. It's all fun at the end of the day. Whatever you have fun doing at the end of the day. Oh, sure. I mean, it was like kids that rollerbladed when we were kids. Oh, we will not let my son take his rollerblades on the half pipe. He <laughs> has rollerblades. We we won't let them th- that happen. He can get on a scooter. He can't get on his rollerblades. <laughs> the, I he doesn't like the idea of the bike? I will not raise a boot for Is it. Is that just too much? <laughs> Wait yet? I don't know. We, we just haven't tried it. Why not try the little bike? I mean, for a smaller guy, it might not be like Dustin on his bike down there. He said it's a little tight, but. Yeah. He said it's fast. It, it is fast. It's fast on a skateboard. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Um, That might not be a. Hey, what are you doing Wednesday? I don't know. Do you want to come? The attorneys and hang out? Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't care. That'd you want to bring Riley? Yeah. Want- bring, maybe he'll do it in front of Riley because he has, he has a girl around the pressure room. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. want to look macho. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. He needs a friend. Said we're going to take him up what, next weekend, maybe if we can, and do some skiing or snowboarding with him. Huh? Nice. Right, try to get one more in four winters over. Yeah. Good call. I mean, it's supposed to be pretty cool during the nights, but it's supposed well, to be up to There's a couple 30s, of days, yeah. though, they were showing coming up. I think it's next weekend, maybe, or is it during the week? It's going to get down to like 21, 22. There's going to be a couple cool nights to set. Okay. There's one night showing snow, but it, I think it said less than an inch accumulation, so it might yeah, be covering, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, you still got. It's gonna, We have a couple 50 days, but we're still got. Oh, yeah. Still it's still wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. It's still cold. <clears throat> yeah. You and if, be they're, good for that. if they made snow, they're still having snow. Oh, yeah, they'll have snow every night. Yeah, they'll have snow till March. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this is a good year for them because they have a giant base is what they have. Yeah. Just feet of base everywhere. I hope it doesn't last that long. I well, got, tri- I got trips I'm, early April. <laughs> we're just talking about like a ski I run. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> they have a base. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thank goodness for this year, them opening trout season early, though. Yeah. that That's great for pil- – uh, PA fishermen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It just it helps. Actually, our fishing a lot too. Yeah. Uh, PA what do you fishermen. Mean? I, I mm-hmm. love trout fishing. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> good for that, but we get back our water. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Even watery fish, you know, decent browns and river run fish on. You know what I mean? You, that kind of shit. It'd be nice to get on those kind of creeks. Miss that one driving up and down that yesterday. It's like I was telling my wife today, I was like, just being on that, it's like, oh, I'm just like shaking, just like I'm, I'm like looking at it, like going, all right, I'm like rowing in my head, like through them spots. And it's just like, just that enough, like at least satisfied me for the time being. That that river was pumping motherfucking love. Oh, I would have loved to road that. I would have loved to road that as well. Yep. I would have loved to road that in yours or Jay's raft. That would have been a blast until my boat's ready. Yours and Jay's raft would have sufficed. It would have, <laughs> I mean, it, it was perfect rowing water. By no means fishing, but it would have been fun yeah, rowing water. it would have been fun as shit to row. Workout. Yeah, it was cooking, but it wasn't, like, dangerously bad, but it was it was, it was humming. Hmm. But, like you said, it's going to... I don't think it's going to be much lower in the summertime. I think it's just going to be slower. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's wide. It's, it's, it's wide, wide water. It so is. it's going to be... 
not lower. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a slower flow. It's a wide, thin water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does. Kind of like it my dick, faster. wide and thin. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jay's giving me the devil's uh, look. <laughs> it'll, it'll be definitely, it's definitely different than we fish now. Yeah. It opens up a whole new avenue there. Yeah, and you know, more of a... A natural flow to that place too. Mm-hmm. You know I what ho- I mean? More of a, you know, not a dam. It's gonna be, you know, this much, this much, this much, this much, this much. I hope it's gonna be a clearer flow. Is yeah, oh, you know absolutely. I mean? So we can do like like Wigglies in the summer and like, stuff, man. Like Tim does and, <laughs> yeah, and see some you. fish. You're right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know? Yeah. That's uh, kind of what my my hope is. We need to you need to save a couple weekdays. Yeah. Take a couple weekdays, and then the, no one will be there, and we can take our time and go down through and see it all. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that phone call I got, it's yeah, going to be a tough one. It's going to be a fucking shit show. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that, um, in April on 420, I'm leaving for Nashville. There you go. With yeah. your wife trying to run this time, and actually going to is she actually going to run this time? She's going to run this time, and I think uh, the Larks are coming down with us, and our third wheel last time is coming down with us. Oh, nice. Third wheel last time. Yeah, her sister Erica. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I remember that just, story now. Just the yep. three of us. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't that. me and her and my son. It was me and her and her sister. <laughs> and weren't we, like, fishing that weekend, and you were all ticked off because we had, like, a good day or something happened? No, that was when I ran that fucking 5K through Sharon. That was that and you day. guys caught all those fish. Yeah, and yes. It you was, caught a twenty five day, F five K day. That was Labor Day. Oh. Well, that's why you go fishing and don't run fucking five Ks. Yep. But I have spent some time on a rowing machine. That has been nice to get the arms going and everything again. Been. It is good to get some exercise though. That's for sure. Is the rowing machine the um, a euphemism for beating off? Because I've been spending a lot of time on, quote-unquote, <laughs> the rowing machine. Yeah. <laughs> your, your forearm is rough. <laughs> There's nothing to go do. Chad, yeah. Chad Mi- comes out of winter like Popeye. Mi- Milfmoms.com, yeah. rowing machine. <laughs> uh, he's going straight south on all you know, of them tonight. You know, yes, I mean, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I go straight for the Milfs, too. Every time, for some reason, I don't know. I guess we're old now, Chad. I guess we're getting old. <laughs> I have all this gray in my beard. I need the milfs. Yeah. yeah. Maybe sometime I go for the gilf. I was gonna say, <laughs> Chad, Chad's been on the gilf since he was in his twenties. Uh, I've seen it. <laughs> Keep your whore mouth shut. <laughs> Just because our guest told us we had to drink the rest of the bottle of Russells and make this a shit show didn't mean we had to. Uh, you're correct, Chad. I'm sorry. That yeah, bottle Russell's is getting close. It is. Mm-hmm. That stuff was delicious. I never oh, really so realized good. the uh, the vanilla notes until tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a bottle. Did you try the note. other one in the basement yet? The uh, single barrel store pick Chris got. His brother-in-law had went and picked out there. Oh, my God. I don't know the answer to that question. I mm. might have tasted it. Yeah, you fed me a lot of, of bourbon. There's a lot of bourbon yeah, there that was, night. Some when, of it was really good, though. Yeah. When Rick was there, I, I tasted a lot of bourbon. I don't know what all it was. When well, Rick was there, I was fucked up. We'll have to do that again because he'll be coming back up here. 
He's coming up for the musky max. He'll be up for the musky max, but yeah. But then he'll be back up to house then for fishing-wise sometime in April. Awesome. Once we get that exact temperature we're looking for. Do we want to broadcast the temperature or no? 53. 53? Water temperature or air temperature? Water temperature. Because air temperature fluctuates. It could be 53 tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 53 water temp in one certain place. That's... (laughs) Jay's rubbing his head and shaking his head at me. <laughs> You're such a fucking idiot. This are the comments I make. Come on, man. Are you talking about the air or the, or the water, Mark? Is that a tidal pool? What's a tidal river? Yeah, we, we fish in tidal rivers for these muskies. Yeah, that so, is good bourbon. Uh, on that note, do we have anything we want to hit on this uh, evening? Don't believe so. You know, is it just tying night and musky max, man? Yep. Tying night this Friday. Stop by. Let's have a beer. At Todd Dan Studio in Mercer, Pennsylvania. We're also brought to you by Predator Fly Gear. PredatorFlyGear.com. Tonight's show has been recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check Mark out at UrbanFlyCompany.com. And go check Mark out at the Muskie Max on March 5th and 6th in Princecape Arenas in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Tide on A-Rex Hooks. Find them at arexhooks.com. Sims Fishing. Simsfishing.com. Yeti. Built for the wild. Looking to put some money away. Go see Michael down North Wealth Management. Queen City Guiding. Our buddy Ryan at queencityguiding.com. Don't call the bank. Call Frank. Sack <laughs> on that one. <laughs>